Welcome to episode four of A Mother's Journey. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about everything health, everything um, related to finding what works best for you. So uh, to take you guys all the way back, as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to have bariatric surgery. Um, At my highest weight, I was 355 pounds. Um, As a matter of fact, the day of my bariatric surgery, that was my weight. So um, I've always wanted to do this surgery, you know, and I did a lot of research and investigation about what would be the best solution for me. And so I came up with doing the gastric banding. It was the least invasive. Um, It really didn't cause any structural changes to my stomach or intestines. And so I felt like that was the best decision for me. I also knew that it would be a long journey. I knew that this particular weight loss surgery, you know, I wasn't going to lose like 100 pounds in three months. So I set out, I had this surgery done, and I began to lose weight. And, And it was steady. For about a good year and a half, I was losing, oh, two pounds a week consistently. Um, but long story short, moving the plot ahead, I did not realize that the band at the very same time was causing damage to my esophagus. This is also a cautionary tale, folks. So after getting down to 205 from 355, I realized that, you know, I kind of hit a plateau and I wasn't losing any weight. So I go in to see the surgeon to get another fill. Basically, they tighten the band, which gives you more restriction and you can kind of bump up your weight loss. So I go in and the surgeon says, you know, it's been several years and we've never done any internal um views of the band to see if there's any erosion if there's any um slippage you know just all those mechanics and all those things that can happen so I go in I have this procedure and we realize that it has been too tight for all of these years and it has essentially caused my esophagus complete and total damage because see the esophagus is a muscle and it kind of like massages or or constricts you know and it causes food to go down well my esophagus lost all of its muscle tone so the only thing that was making food go down was gravity and that's because food would sit in my throat too long and I you know I'm eating and food is just sitting in my throat And the piece of the puzzle that I'm not really mentioning is that every day, every meal, no matter what I ate, I threw up because the food just was not moving down. And so I literally lived my life with a cup or with a bottle so I could throw up. That meant not going out to eat very often. And if I did, I was asking for a few extra cups 
so I could throw up in them. Um, it got to where my kids were very, very defensive if they saw people looking at me because they knew what was coming. Mommy's going to throw up. And so you're talking years of damage to my esophagus. So the surgeon says we have to remove the band. Set into a deep depression, guys. I mean, like, I literally was so depressed, clinically depressed, because as soon as they took the band out, I gained, like, 50 pounds. No way to fight it. There was nothing that I was doing differently other than the band was not there. And I later found out that that is a typical scenario for most people that get the band out. For some reason, when the restriction is gone, you may not be eating differently. But you start to pile on the pounds. So anyway, um, I go into a deep depression and I decide, you know, I've gained all of this weight. My clothes don't fit. People are looking at me like, oh my God, you know, what happened to, you know, Miss America? It's like the whole thing with Oprah when she, you know, went on TV skinny in those jeans and then started to gain the weight back. Well, boy, it was really difficult, guys. So, um, I decided to have another procedure and talk to the surgeon and he said all right we can get you approved for the sleeve i'm like all right yay schedule the sleeve and i go in i have it done and i'm excited because i'm like oh i know people that's losing like a ton of weight with the sleeve well guess what they don't tell you that people who transition from one surgery to the other are never successful. There is all kinds of data and studies done that you may lose 10 to 20 pounds. That's about it. So that was my story. I think I gained, I mean, I'm sorry. I think I lost 15 pounds, if that. I'm thinking more 12. And so, clinical depression continues. No matter what I do, I'm not losing weight. Now, in the middle of all of this, you guys, like in my first go-round with the band, I was exercising. Now, it was exercise for a person that was big. I wasn't able to do a lot of gym stuff, but I was walking every day. I was walking one mile every day. And then I increased that after several months to two miles every day and slightly increasing to three miles. And then I, I discovered Zumba and <laughs> I started dancing my butt away in Zumba. I mean, it was so much fun because I could move and, you know, I was just excited and tragedy struck da, da, da. so basically what happens is that being a diabetic and being unmanaged I was suffering all of the repercussions everything that they tell you about 
um, to be careful of with diabetes. I cut my foot. I continued to walk these. So sorry. I continued to walk. I continued to Zumba and work and everything else I was doing. In the middle of that, I stepped on a piece of glass. Didn't know it. And I ended up getting a very bad infection in my toe. So go to the doctor. Tell me they need to amputate my toe. So for a little while, I wasn't exercising because I had to have surgery on my toe. They did not amputate my toe as a sidebar. God, in his infinite grace and mercy and all of that, decided that he was going to heal me of that condition. So I ended up not having to have my toe removed but I did have surgery to have it removed and so um I was out of commission for about a gosh two months and so that was yet another reason you know I was unhappy because I couldn't exercise after having this procedure done so getting to the point of this guy's through all of these things that I was going through, all of the, you know, me depending on surgery to get me where I needed to go, I was never taught the right way. I was never taught the correct approach to healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle as it relates to food and exercise. They give you this surgery, they tell you Here's a map or, you know, a road map to what you need to do. But no one sits down and actually talks about it. And it is so frustrating having learned what I have learned that no one tells you these things. And so I continue to struggle with weight. I continue to go up and down, up and down like never fully going down never getting back to my lowest weight but just you know I would pick up 20 lose 5 pick up another 20 and lose 5 and so I finally I guess this was 2 years ago in January I took a selfie and I looked at my face and I'm like oh my god I've got the fattest face. I realized I had picked up weight. I think I was wearing at that time probably like um, an 18, you know. And so I looked at myself and I thought, Bridget, what are you doing? So I go, my husband and I, we go to a gym, a local gym, and we join. That's the first step. What's funny, what's ironic, is we left the gym and went to eat. (laughs) But anyway, um, I joined a gym, and they give you like two or three free personal training sessions. I get the personal training sessions, and I decide this is what I need to get me motivated. Someone to hold me accountable and to also show me the way well (laughs) I get a personal trainer I'm paying through my butt for these training classes and I'm not really seeing any results 
and I started to have a conversation with a coworker, and I realized that I'm doing it all wrong. I'm going and I'm just hitting it hard, you guys. I'm going to the gym seven days a week, an hour each day, um, and I'm making changes. For example, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. I'm not going to get the fried sandwich or the breaded sandwich. I'm going to get the grilled sandwich. I'm not going to get the french fries. I'm going to get the fruit. And I am proud. I'm like, yes, I got it. I'm not seeing any changes. Now I'm getting frustrated. It's like WTF. Really? I could have had the breaded sandwich and the fries and maybe an ice cream sandwich to boot. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing any results. I'm talking like negative. So I continue to read and and I run across that video on Netflix, What the Health. And I'm just, you know, this is me starting to learn. And I realized that I really am not doing this the right way for me, for my body. And I dig a little deeper and I realized that I have been totally missing the boat. Did not, did not know what the hell I was doing because no one teaches you that it's not the fat that makes you fat. It's not the calories that makes you fat. It's the processed carbs that make you fat. I'm like, ah, I have finally realized what is going on with me. And so I start just taking stuff out of my diet. And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about like all at once. I start realizing after I study this is a processed carb this is you know a good carb and I just basically look at my diet and I go okay these are things that I can't eat because it's a processed carb I basically begin to not make huge changes but just small changes I went from buying regular bread to buying that carb smart bread it's lower in carb um I started going from regular jelly to buying the sugar-free or, or, you know, no sugar added jelly. Just little small changes like that. Instead of buying like a half a gallon of ice cream, I'd buy those little Dixie cups. And just little things that were, you know, easy to do, but would cause a chain reaction in my thought process. And I started to continue to read and investigate as well and I started to stumble upon some interesting findings and some facts about what carbs do to your body and I'm not talking about like approaches that are extreme but just understanding that your body can't function like that and so you guys the more I would cut these carbs out of my diet the more I was feeling like I could do anything my body was like happy and whenever I would introduce them back into my body when I tell you I would get sick I'm not even lying to you I mean bathroom runs cold sweat um, mental fog it was just horrible 
and I realized that I just my body was rejecting it after it had gotten accustomed to not having it um I also cut down on my pork and I cut down on eating beef um I just decided that it was something that I needed to do for me and you guys it was an easy transition for me and I know people say oh my god I couldn't do it I 110% agree with you back you know years ago I wouldn't have been able to do it because I didn't have the mental capacity to understand I didn't have the drive or motivation to want to understand the better way so I had to make small little tweaks and changes and that is my advice to anybody don't try to do it like the Big Bang make small changes and add or build to those changes every day Um, you know I would then realize, well, I don't want to take the escalator or the elevator. I'll take the steps. And then I started to realize I, I love a challenge, you guys. I have that, that um, app where I can see how many steps I take a day and how that equates into miles. Well, I would challenge myself. All right, you did 10,000 steps today. You need to do 12,000 by Friday. Or, you know, just whatever I could do to increase my physical activity in addition to going to the gym. I also realized that I wanted to live a healthy lifestyle in front of my children. And so we started talking a lot about, you know, healthy approach to food. And, you know, I wasn't, I'm not always going to hit the mark. I'm not always going to get it right. But I absolutely am doing a hundred times better than I was a year ago Um, I have decided that I want to be healthy I want to live a much more wholesome lifestyle does that mean I never have a slice of pizza nope does that mean I've never had some McDonald's french fries after this realization nope but what it does mean is when I have some pizza, I'm not having three or four slices. I'm having one. If I go to McDonald's because I want fries, because I'm truly not going to go get a burger, I am having a small fry and may not even eat all of that because it'll make me sick if I do. So I just also started looking at things like multivitamins and this is the thing that I'm currently investigating and and reading about is those are vitamins and minerals that was created in a lab why can't we get our vitamins and minerals from food from our food source why do we have to get manufactured vitamins and minerals So my goal right now today is to learn to eat where I get everything I need from the food I'm eating. I don't need a supplement. That's what I want to do because I don't want something that was created in a lab and I'm paying a good penny for it and I don't even know really what is all in there. So my hope and desire is to learn to eat where I'm getting everything that I need from the food and I don't need a manufactured pill to supplement my diet. Um, 
And then lastly, the other thing that I'm doing is I'm looking at things that are carcinogenic. Those carcinogenic things that we put into our body that we don't even think about. So I've been doing some research on artificial sweeteners. I've been doing some research on styrofoam. And when you heat something up in styrofoam, there's some carcinogenic properties there that leaks into the food. I've also been looking at plastic, like our Tupperware type bowls and containers. Well, those are storage containers, but I've been reading that when you warm your food up in those, it leaks this carcinogenic property into your food. And so, yeah, I'm doing some research on that. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to pass that information on to my children. So anyway, guys, I hope that there was something said in here today that would help you. Um, We'll take a deeper dive into pieces of this subject. Um, We'll pick it apart and then we'll dwell on one little piece. So anyway, I appreciate you listening. Please tell your friends about it. And the more I do this, the better the production value will be. But right now, it's just me shooting from the hip, just hoping to reach some people and spread some news and make things a little bit better for Um, the next person. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing.